So you're, you're noticing that you're acting out in your life in ways that seem to be trauma-related, uh-huh. trauma-based, trauma-related, mm-hmm. um, that you're acting out from a place of trauma, but you're in ceremony, it's, it's not coming up. It's not happening. It's not being revealed to you. My perspective on this is that, you know, we have the physical, the emotional, the mental, and the spiritual. And every different type of practice is going to touch on things in a different way. If we look at how modern society is working, we're focused very much on the physical in terms of brain chemistry. We're looking at chemical imbalances and, and, and uh, defects in the brain and, and this kind of thing. And we're also looking from the perspective of uh, psychotherapy, we're looking at the mental side of things, right? When we come to do working with plants, there is the brain chemistry side of things, but there's also this union between all of those four elements, between the physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, which is, in my view, why it's such a powerful tool. Because we have this opportunity to unite all of those things and have them working in harmony. But that being said, there are limitations. There are limitations. There are all kinds of different limitations. For example, in the past, let's look at, for example, uh, MDMA-assisted psychotherapy. So how is that different from ayahuasca ceremonies or wachuma ceremonies? Generally, uh, and I've done... MDMA-assisted psychotherapy with a therapist for trauma. And the big difference with that is in ceremony, there's just so much going on. Indescribable experiences, right? If you're working with someone in a focused context, a trained professional, they're saying, they're seeing you act out, right? They're seeing your defense mechanisms. They're seeing, they're seeing you act out. And so then they can go, okay, what was that? What was that? I remember this enormous breakthrough I had where I was talking, I don't even remember what, it was something to do with my aunt who had suffered for so many years with, she had been horribly traumatized and then suffered for years and years and years with, uh, with hard drug addiction. And I said something about her I, I, taught, I said something about some terrible trauma that she'd been through. I don't even remember what it was now. But I said it and I smiled. And the therapist said, what was that? Mm-hmm. Why did you smile? And it just immediately, I just saw this defense mechanism inside, inside of myself. Smiling, like, <laughs> trying to make it look good, trying to make it look nice. Like, oh yeah, this terrible thing happened. But, huh, let's, let's play nice. Let's pretend things are okay. Let's pretend it's okay. But it wasn't okay. It was an atrocity. And by ha- if he hadn't pointed it out to me, what would have happened? Nothing. If I was in ceremony and I thought of this well, first of all, I probably wouldn't even even have gone into that little avenue, right, of trauma, that little pocket of trauma, because I didn't have someone to, like, thread that needle for me, you know? I didn't have someone to guide me into that, someone skilled and objective and outside to guide me into that place. 
And if I had gone to that place and I was lying on my mat and I thought of this and I smiled or I bypassed it in whatever way I bypassed it, whatever shtick I was running, no one would have called me on it. There's a, a little bit of a, a tricky thing with ceremony because there's this crossover between it is therapeutic, it is also spiritual, and it is also potentially, though not necessarily, religious, whether that means that it's a community or that it, there's a certain amount of dogma attached to it or these kinds of things. And so the tricky thing is that when there's, when, when there's that fusion of therapy and spirituality, if we're in it for the therapy, then, I, then there's no room for bypassing. If you're in it just for therapy, there's no room for bypassing. But as soon as you are entering into a spiritual practice, now you have room for spiritual bypassing. So in ceremony, I have seen people who they come to ceremony and they're not interested in the therapeutic element of it. That's, that's valid. That's just their feelings. They're interested only in a self-actualizing spiritual kind of element to it. I'm not judging it. That's just how they come to it. I'm not the best person to hold space for them. But with those people, I have seen them come over and over and over again, especially in going to my teachers, some of my teachers' ceremonies, right? When I'm, if I was apprenticing or angeling. Seen them come over and over and over and over again. And I know their personal lives and I know nothing is changing. Nothing's really improving. They're just doing the same old garbage over and over and over again. But they come in every ceremony. They say, wow, it was bliss. Wow, it was perfect. Wow, I just, I sat with God for hours and hours and it was just <coughs> ecstasy. Is that true or not true? I have no idea. It's not for me to judge. It doesn't even matter. The point to, to me is that their lives are not progressing. Their lives are not moving forward. Their lives are still stuck in the same patterns that they've been stuck in. So what are you doing and why? Why are you doing this? Is it, at this point, how different is it from drug abuse? Mm -hmm. At that point, how different is it from drug abuse? Because you're coming to feel great. You're coming because you want short-term good feelings. You know, it's like uh, Karl Marx, religion is the opiate of the people. Now, I'm, I've, I can only, like, again, I've sat with many people and I can say this about an extremely small number of people. A tiny, I could count them on one hand for sure. But I just want to acknowledge that it's a thing that does exist. That we can use these, this work to bypass. But if we're coming at it from a, a more rigorous therapeutic perspective suddenly bypassing becomes a lot harder. But also bypassing isn't, I'm not saying it like, um, you know, Joe comes in and he comes to the ceremony and he lies down and he says, all right, I'm ready to bypass. That's not how it works. It's that realistically, it's just that whatever trauma Joe needs to work through, the ceremonial container is not safe for him to work through that trauma, that specific trauma. And maybe there's any number of traumas he can work through. But that trauma that isn't coming up in the journey, I'm not the truth, but just my perspective, 
that that is a trauma that he's just not ready to work through in that space, that he doesn't feel safe to work through in that space or he doesn't feel safe to work through in that time in his life. Because what I've seen is that people, the trauma comes up when it's ready. And I've been that person. I've been in that place of trying to rush my healing, like rushing, 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 trying to rush through. Because um, it's so painful to sit in, like the more, the quickly I move, quick, more quickly I move through it, the less time I have to spend stewing in that pain. But some trauma and some pain, it only comes when you're ready in your life and when you're ready in the right healing environment for you for that trauma. So that's essentially my take on it, is that it might be that the vehicle of ceremony is just not an appropriate vehicle. Like, it's not the right ambulance to transport that trauma to the right place for, of healing. Or um, it could just be that that, you know, in your case specifically, maybe whatever it is, you're just not in a life position quite yet to confront it, whatever that route is. Or just that Again, it's just saying the same thing from a different angle that maybe ceremony in general is not focused enough, not guided enough, not laser focused to go into those issues. That's, that's my perspective on it. Does that answer your question? Thank you.